Shalom to all. You are listening to the Quick Parsha presented daily by all Parsha. And today we're going to be learning the second Aliyah in Parsha Tetzaveh. That is Perk Chavches, Pasuk Gimel. Now in the first Aliyah, Rashi described the Ephod and the Chayshen. The Ephod was an apron-like garment worn behind the Kohen Gadol, tied in front with the Cheshev, the belt. The Kisvaisa Ephod were the shoulder straps that went up the back of the Kohen Gadol, looped around the top of his shoulder, and hung over just a bit. The Avnei Shoyham were set into Mishpatzais, settings which were then attached to the shoulder straps. The Chayshen, the breastplate, which we will now be learning about, out, had two gold hooks on top and two on bottom. The ones on top were visible, whereas the bottom rings were connected to the underside of the chayshen, meaning in between the chayshen and the kain gadol. Now, the top of the chayshen was connected to the top of the shoulder strap of the ephod by way of a braided golden chain inserted into Mishbatzai's golden settings on the shoulder strap. The bottom of the chayshen was connected with a string of tcheles to gold hooks that were sewn into the base of the shoulder strap, where it was attached to the ephod, namely, in the back of the kain gadol. And as we said in the previous aliyah, a picture is worth a thousand words, so please feel free to avail yourself of one of the many helpful places where you can find pictures of the Big Day Kahuna. And now the Pesach tells us, and you should make settings of gold, and two chains of pure gold, should be made at its edge, meaning the edge of the Chayshen, they are made braided, you should take these braided chains and put them on the settings, and you should make a Chayshen Mishpat, the Chayshen of judgment, the work of an artist. It should be made just like the ephod. It should be made out of gold and blue wool and purple wool and scarlet wool and twisted linen. Let's take a look at Rashi over here, Tesvav. Why is it called Chayshen Mishpat? Because it creates some sort of atonement for perverse judgment. If there's a mistaken judgment, it's going to create an atonement for that. Let's go back to Chamesh Pasak Dezayin. The Chayshen has to be square. Fold it up. Zaris archive is Zaris rachbay. Zaris is its length, and Zaris is its width. and it should be filled with stones. Arbaturim oven, four rows of stones. Tur, a row of Oidem Pitta Uva Rekes, Hatura Echad, that's the first row. Vatur Sheni in the second row, Neifech Sapir Vayoalaim. Again, these are the names of the stones. Vatur Shlishi in the third row, Leshem Shavai Vachlama. Vatur Harvi in the fourth row, Tarshish Vishayhan Vyashbe, Mishubatsim Zahav Yubimi Luai Sum. The rows with their fillings should be surrounded with golden settings. And the stones should be arranged according to the names of the Bnei Israel. Twelve names. Engraved like a signet ring, meaning these stones were engraved with the names of the Shvatim. Each man according to his name. Twelve Shvatim. Let's take a look at Rashi over here. Pasak Chafalf. Ishal Shmai. Kesedar Taldaisam. It was in order. Seder Avanim. That's what the order of the stones was. Oidem was Laruvain. Pitta was Lashimin. Vachain Kulam. And back to Chamish Pasak Chavbez. Vasisa Al Chayshin. You should place on the Chayshin. Sharshois Kavlos Masay Avois. Chains at its edge, which again, these were braided chains. Zahav Tar made out of pure gold. Vasisa Al Chayshin. You should place on the Chayshin. Shtei Tabai Zahav. Two golden rings. Vinusatas Shtei Hatabais. Al Shtei Ktsais Al Chayshin. And you should place these two rings at the the two edges of the Chayshen, talking about the top right and top left. And you should take these two braided golden chains and place them in the two rings, which are located at the edge of the Chayshen. And the two ends of these two ropes should be placed into the two settings. And these settings should be placed on the shoulder 
straps of the ephod el mulpanov towards its face, meaning don't put the settings on the underside of the strap, put them on the top of the shoulder strap so you could see the settings. Vasisa shteta sahav, and you should make two more golden rings. Vasamtai some and place them al at the two edges of the chayshen al on its edge asher al evar ephod baisa that faces the ephod inwards. Again, these are the two bottom rings of the chayshen, and they were being placed close to the ephod, and they were being placed in between the chayshen and the kain gadol. Vasisa shteta baisav, and you should make two golden rings. Vinosatai some al and they should be placed on the two shoulder straps of the ephod milamata mimolpanov below by the bottom luumas machbartai by the seam meaning where it's connected to the ephod mimal cheshav ephod above the belt of the ephod virkasu es chayshen mitab aisav el tabaisa ephod befsilt khelas and you should connect or bind the chayshen with its rings to the rings of the ephod with a string of khelas lihiyas cheshav ephod so they could be on the cheshav on the belt of the ephod velayiza chayshen mal ephod and the chayshen shouldn't be detached from the ephod meaning the bottom of the chayshen is very secure up against the ephod. And Vinasa Aharon Shmois Bnei Israel, and Aaron shall carry, or he shall bear the names of Bnei Israel, Bechayshen Amishbat, which is on the Chayshen, Al Libai on his heart, Bevay Al Kaidish, when he comes into the Kaidish, meaning when he comes into the Mishkan, Lizikarn Lifnei Hashem, Tamid, it's going to be a constant remembrance in front of Hashem. Vinasa Tal Chayshen Amishbat, you should place inside the Chayshen Amishbat, as Haurim Vesatumim, the Urim and Tumim, Vahayu Alev Aharon, and they should be on the heart of Aharon, Bevay Lifnei Hashem, when he comes in front of Hashem, Vinasa Aharon, as Mishpat Bene Israel Halibai, and Aaron shall carry, he will bear the judgment of the Bene Israel in his heart, Lifnei Hashem Tamid, always in front of Hashem. Let's take a look at Rashi over here, Pasuk Lamed. As a Urim Vesatumim, what was the Urim and Tumim? Huksav Shem HaMafayrash. This is the Shem HaMafayrash. This is the ineffable name of Hashem. It's either the 42 or the 72 letter name of Hashem. It was placed in between the folds of the Chayshen. And why is it called the Urim Vetumim? Sha'al Yadai Hu Meir Dvarv, Umetamim Es Dvarv, because through it, it illuminates and brings perfection to its words. And Rashi tells us, The Chayshen was still around during the second base of Mikdash. Because impossible for the Kayan Gadol to be lacking some of his clothing. He has to have every single one of the eight Begadim that are unique to him. The Urim Vatumim, the name, wasn't inside of it. It wasn't inside the fold. And this Ksav, this writing, it's called Mishpat. Shinamar says, As Mishpat Bnei Israel, what does that mean that Aaron carries the Mishpat Bnei Israel? This is something by which they are judged and arrive at a conclusion, whether or not to do it or not. We know that a question was asked to the Chayshen, and then different letters would light up on the different stones, and the person that had asked the question to the Chayshen was able to discern, based off the letters that were lit up, what Hashem was trying to say. And according to the Medrash, that the Chayshen is Mechaper, it atones for those who pervert judgment, Nikra Mishpat, it's called Mishpat, Mishpat, because of the forgiveness of the faulty judgment. So today we learned about the Chayshen, the breastplate, how it was connected to the Aphid, and that it had the name of Hashem, called the Urim Vetumim, written inside of it. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up with the third Aliyah in Parshat Tzavah tomorrow. Everyone should have a wonderful day.